coming up on Airline Voice Radio. We have to keep up with the times and make sure that we're developing tools that customers want to interact with. Most of the conversations are, okay, we've decided we really need to do this. We're ready to partner. We don't have to have debates anymore. We'll just sit down and start working. From Excelia, this is the Airline Voice Radio Podcast, where we talk about the future of airline commerce. Welcome back to Airline Voice Radio. And we're back now with a new series entitled Reaching New Heights. This podcast is part of the next chapter of our Air Transformation Lab. We're really excited to be talking with airlines about their journey to distribution freedom and retailing excellence. Stay tuned, it's going to be an exciting season. In this first Reaching New Heights episode, we have the pleasure of welcoming Neil Gurren, American Airlines Managing Director of Digital Customer Experience and Distribution Strategy. Neil is coming up on his 20th anniversary in American Airlines and has worked in the Carrier's Loyalty Program, Revenue Management, and now Digital Experience and Distribution. And now over to Jim and Neil. This interview was recorded in April 2022. Neil, it's really great to have you on Airline Voice Radio. You know what? We're going to be together really soon because we're going to start meeting at conferences. And speaking of that, it looks like people are back in the air. And uh, so I, let's let's start there. Not necessarily just from an American Airlines point of view, but, you know, the industry's coming back. Uh, you know, I'm flying around the U.S., I'm flying to Europe, and the flights are looking good. Certainly would like to see more shirts and ties on the flights, but... Uh, <laughs> What are you seeing out there? Uh, the the flights are packed. People are definitely back, and they're they're ready to get going again. And uh, you know, we we are starting to see booking numbers that are in many cases even better than they were pre pandemic. Uh, so clearly, people want to get back out on the road. I, I like you have been traveling for work in the last few weeks as well, and uh, you just see lots and lots of people on every, every flight, and we're so excited about that. Yeah, look, I think it's great. I think uh, uh, the airports are busy again, and and I used to complain about you know busy airports. I don't complain a bit about those now, so it's really good. So let's let's kind of get right into it. There's a lot of people on the planes. It's a little different mix of what you're seeing out there. What are you guys looking at in terms of? There's a lot of leisure travel. I even keep hearing the term revenge travel out there. And um, but does that? change the way you look at your products and services kind of going forward? No, I, I, I don't think it really does. I, I, I do think you can't be in the airline industry and not have a, a bigger appreciation for leisure traffic after the pandemic than you had before, just because that that has been the traffic that's kept us going through this entire period. Um, but, you know, I, I think one of the things that we've, you know, really sussed out here in the last couple of years is, hey, those business travelers that we've all loved for so long, are also leisure travelers. And so uh, people travel for a variety of reasons. Uh, We've talked forever about business and leisure, but we're starting to kind of phrase it in a a way of people are traveling because they have to, because it's part of their job or traveling because they want to. But underlying that is the same person. They're just traveling for different reasons. And so, um, you know, I, I think we're thinking more holistically about customers, not necessarily that they are one or the other, they're both. And so we wanna make sure that our products, services, loyalty program, all of it makes sense for them. 
Yeah, that, that's really a great uh, a comment, I think, that, that I, I think we're looking at the customer overall is, is let's not try to put categorizations around it, but understand um, a customer is a customer. And they're going to they're gonna use the products. I don't care if it's airline or anything. They're going to use them the way they want to use them. And, and specifically in the airline, I think the key is, you know, how, how do we cater our products? And, and again, from a technology point of view, that's one of the things that, that we want to look at from an Excelia point of view is how we can help airlines look at the, the, look at the products they, they kind of put out there for their customers. What, what is it, you know, you know, we call it airline retailing, we call it merchandising, we call it getting close to the customer. What is it you guys are looking at that might be different in terms of how you look to this this customer that you know one day is flying uh, uh you know on a business trip and then three days later or is, more importantly even combining um mm -hmm. kind of business and pleasure is is that something that you look at differently from how you start to package products and create your offers i, I think so i you know I, I think we there's there's a variety of factors we think about there one of them being and and this also true through the pandemic is that uh, customers might have been using booking tools to make those choices that they didn't use before every day. Um, I know for me specifically, I, I you know the first time I had to use our kind of corporate booking tools to book something on the American side, that was. Uh, I'll be honest, a bit of a rude awakening, right? Because there are a lot of tools out there that are better than the corporate tools that we've all used. And so a lot of our talk and thought is about how do we go help our partners in the industry, you know, catch up? How do they, how do they get to the point where they have um, tools that are as easy to use or as uh, rewarding to use as, as some of the leisure tools are so that it, it, you know, it does translate across both business and leisure a little bit more seamlessly. The other one is, you know, the, the airline, when you think about the the good things about the airlines and the bad things about the airlines, one of those maybe bad things is that we're all built on this ancient technology. And so for customers that want to do both, they want to travel for business and leisure, they really need the ability to you know pay using multiple forms of payment and, and to break up their their receipts so that they can expense things appropriately. And those are challenges, just like many of the challenges we faced through the pandemic that just weren't that big a deal two, three, four, five years ago, but now are critical to be successful. So we're, we're doing a lot of work on that front. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Just last week, I was at a board meeting in, uh, in London and one of our board members was there for a couple of days and his family was flying in and um it, it yeah his whole way he looked at booking travel was so different than what he did uh, two or three years ago and and i think that's that's the key is that we've got this expectation by our consumers out there that that they really need to have that convergence of of the two and i think this is a real opportunity for technology companies and and really one of the things that I enjoy, and I know our company enjoys working with airlines on kind of working out some of these problems. Let's just talk a little bit about this kind of transformation, and I won't call it a merging of the corporate and the leisure, but where do you see this ending up? And I think you made a really good point about these folks that have been booking on corporate booking tools are now booking on, you know, kind of leisure booking tools, and the experience is different. We'll, we'll leave it at that. But does the experience change? Does the transformation really put pressure on some of this technology to really come out of an era of you've got a multi-dimensional customer? Yeah, I, I think it does. I mean, for us at American, as an example, we have 
NDC connections with most of the OTAs, right? So a customer who has been booking via the OTAs over the last couple of years may have had really easy access to something like a seat map. And, you know, if they're going through their old tools or the, the tools that were in place, maybe they don't have that. And I, I think those are the kinds of things that people are just going to look at as ridiculous now. And the pressure will be on all of us to go solve those problems. That's not an airline problem to solve or an agency problem to solve or a booking tool problem to solve. It's all of us. We have to work together to, to make that easier for a customer. And, you know, finally, we've got customers with experience working with some of the kind of the freshest, newest technology. And, you know, it's not a surprise that they're telling us, hey, everything else should work this well, this easily, too. So, um, and, and by the way, I will say that that discussion is just as important in American as we talk about our own website as, as anyone else's, right? We, we, can't, we right. can't ignore that either. We have, to, we have to keep up with the times and make sure that we're developing tools that customers want to interact with. There is an expectation um, that, that I, I do think the pandemic kind of created, and it's a different expectation where now it, it's we used to look at things, well, what does the technology allow us to do? Um, and then that was a bit limiting to now we're saying, okay, guys, this is different. We have to converge on having that experience work within the technology. So I do think there's some real opportunities uh, out there for us as technology companies engage with agencies and as agencies engage with their customers, whether they're leisure or corporate. Um, so I, I do see an extension of the relationship a little deeper than what it was kind of pre-pandemic where we all kind of had our silos and, you know, as long as we did our thing, everybody was okay. How is that going to change the relationships you have with your partners or, or, or doesn't it? Uh, no, I, I think it does. You know, some of the things, and, and Jim, you know this as well as anybody else, some of the technological change that we've been, you know, working together to try to bring to the industry for a long time, there, there has been some, let's, let's call it pushback on some of it over the years because people weren't ready or it just didn't make sense for their business. The conversations we are having with um, GDSs, with agencies, with, with lots of parties now are just quite, quite different than they were a few years ago. People are recognizing, you know, they need access to the content that can come through, you know, better, better content tools. They need access to, to ways to make it easier for customers to transact. And, and it's not a, I can wait another two years and I'll be fine. Most of the conversations are, okay, we've decided we really need to do this. We're ready to partner. We don't have to have debates anymore. We'll just sit down and start working. The question will just be how soon can, can a lot of these parties bring these things to reality? Yeah, I think that's a really good point about it. It's kind of time that things just have to get done. And, uh, and, and again, I think we're seeing that with certainly all of our uh, airline customers that no one can afford to wait. Uh, and that's really kind of the, the, the call that's out there, I think, in the industry is how do we how do we look towards partnering closer um, and, and making sure that we can drive results quicker because the consumers aren't going to wait for us. That's, that's one thing that I have noticed. That's one thing I've noticed in my personal life. I don't wait anymore. I expect my groceries to show up or I expect that I can order something and it can come tomorrow. That's changed our whole lives as consumers. And I think the airline industry can really 
get on and ride that wave if we're smart about how quickly we can work together and, and how effective we can. And, and again, I think that's going to define um, the, what the relationships look like going forward. And, you know, it's, it's always an opportunity to, to make something good out of something challenging. I think once and for all, you've got NDC, you've got the transformation to retailing. Uh, you've got a lot of the pieces in place as the airline community and the technology community. And now I think it's just, you know, just making things happen. And uh, I think that's really the message that I see coming out of uh, coming out of COVID and, and really looking at where, where travel and technology is moving forward. And there really wasn't a question in there that was a long-winded observation. So let me, let me ask you a question. What do you see, you know, and again, I, I don't want to do one of those, you know, Neil, when you're sitting here talking with me next year, what are we going to see? But what is, what is the, the kind of two fundamental changes that, that you see, not just from an American Airlines, but fr from a, a perspective of how the airlines interact and engage with their customers is where where where's your thinking on that? Yeah, look, I, I think one of the things we have finally come to some level of realization within American on is just how incredibly complicated our products and services are. And we're not unique in that. That's just the airline way. Because so much of what we do is built on a foundation of a paper ticket from 30 years ago that got turned into a database and Every time you want to do something new, you got to figure out how to wedge that into that old database, right? And, and, and it goes that way for the way we sell things, and it goes that way for the way we service things. Uh, you know, in our, our, our world, we have, if you buy a, a ticket and you pay for a seat, those end up essentially being two separate transactions that are handled yeah. differently. And that's just not going to work anymore. And, and that has nothing to do with third parties or anyone else we plug into. I'll, I'll tell you the area that, that kind of, brought this to attention the most was as we entered the pandemic uh, and we had this, this moment and it wasn't a good moment when we realized, oh, all of our customers are going to call us and want a credit, right? Or a refund. Mm. And frankly, that had not been contemplated before. We didn't think there was gonna be a moment when everybody would want their money back or they would want a credit with us. And uh, at American, we were, particularly bad at this. We had, I think, eight different forms of credits that we were giving people at the time. And that made it very hard for us. It made it very hard for our customers. It made it incredibly hard for our frontline employees that were having to deal with customers that had all these different versions. Some of them in print. We were literally mailing things to people, which feels like I'm yeah. telling you a story from 1987, but it was still happening today. So I, I think it was sort of the breaking point for us to realize if we don't go back and rethink the way our business works inherently and make it such that a customer can easily understand what they're buying, if they want to make a change to their ticket, that's not, you know, you don't have to call someone and talk to someone because no one wants to do that. If we, yeah. if we can get to a point in the next few years where a customer can be very confident that whatever they buy something goes wrong, it's very easy to deal with it. If they change their mind about a piece of it, very easy. Much like when you make a purchase on Amazon and you decide, hey, you know, I had three things in my cart and I want to dump one of them. I can just do that. I don't have to talk to anybody. I don't have to think about it. It's very simple. Airlines have to get there. At least that's our, our view of the world because customers don't understand why we aren't there now. And uh, this, this excuse that it's hard or that it's going to take a long time just doesn't matter anymore. It's no good. We have to move forward. That's it. It is complex. There's a lot of complexity out there. But I think, you know, again, I think this has given us an opportunity to put a magnifying glass and a spotlight on that complexity 
and start saying things like, wait a minute, why do we even need to do that? I think you're, yeah. you're commenting about the different types of credit. No, no, this doesn't have to be that way. If we were going to start tomorrow, we wouldn't do it seven different ways. And I think that's the real challenge that that certainly you know you as a customer of Excelia present to us is we have to look at things very differently too just because we used a product that did certain things this way um, we have to look at it's like first of all ask the question why do we do that and I think the biggest key for us as technology companies servicing airlines or frankly anybody is that we have to look at it from your customer's point of view. That's the biggest thing that I think I've learned coming out of COVID. And frankly, one of the reasons that I'm so excited about being here at Excelia is that I became a different type of consumer. And a lot of that is, look, there are just things that we do from a technology point of view that are obsolete and are getting in our way rather than helping us. And so it really is taking a look at, can I do these 10 things with one transaction? versus 10. And that's really exciting because that allows for speed of delivery. We can get things to market much quicker. We can make the experience for the customer a whole lot easier. And, and I'm really, that's what I'm seeing is the new engagement between tech players and airlines and tech players and, and travel agencies. And, you know, in GDS is all of us are going to have to look at that from how are the people that we're providing services to dealing with their customers who have a different set of demands? So I think you see that happening uh, with your customer base now. And yeah. um, I guess that's going to keep on moving down the line. Is that kind of your view? This isn't going to snap back to what we were before or does, is this a permanent change? Yeah, um, you sort of stop and think what in our lives has snapped back, right? Like, do we ever go back to a non-smartphone again? Well, probably not, right? It's it, When technology change happens and customers get used to it, it's very hard to go the other direction and nobody really successfully has done it. And if you do it, you do it against the will of the customer, which is never going to be successful. So, not wise. <laughs> so I, I think though the, the thing that we, you know, as daunting as all this is, and it is daunting, this is incredibly complicated and challenging stuff. If it was easy, we all would have already done it years ago. Uh, but the thing we have going for us is there's a roadmap. There's lots of companies that do this really well in other industries. And so we don't have to reinvent the wheel. We don't have to understand how customers want to interact because we can look at 50 great examples of ways that they do that today and try to steal the best ideas from all of them and turn it into something much better. And we won't get it right tomorrow and we won't get it right six months from now. But if we keep changing for the better consistently, Sooner or later, we'll get to a point where we feel really good about what we're offering to customers and they'll feel good about how they're interacting with us. Yeah. And you know what? That's a, that's actually a great place to leave this conversation, Neil. Um, it's been really great talking with you. I love the concept that we're probably not going to snap back. And I think that's in terms of how we engage with our customers. Frankly, it's how we engage as technology provider to our customers and how they in, in, engage with their customers. So I do think we are really at a pivotal point and we'll see if we can actually accelerate things rather than kind of sit back and say, well, let's, let's hope for the good old days. So Neil Gurin from American Airlines. Neil, it's great to uh, be talking to you and I hope to see you uh, on the circuit again very soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Jim. I really appreciate it. You've been listening to episode 11 of Airline Voice Radio, produced by myself, Fergal O'Connell, Kevin O'Shaughnessy, and the team here at Excelia. It featured an edited interview with Neil Gurin, recorded in April 2022. To learn more about what we do here at Excelia, 
check out the show notes or visit us on Excelia.com. If you like what you've heard, share with a friend and send us your feedback to podcast at Excelia.com. Airline Voice Radio is available on your favorite podcast player, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So see you next time for more Reaching New Heights episodes.